Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. We're jumping right on in. Welcome, Maddie, to the podcast. Thank you. Guys, if you haven't heard of the bad broadcast, what are you doing? Go listen to her podcast. We'll we'll chat about it at the end, too. But Maddie's with your media as well, which is so exciting. When did you sign with them? It came on May. May. May, June-ish was like when I officially signed, but like March was when it kind of started in the works. The best. Yes. Well, I'm happy that they they made you even more known. I'd seen people like tagging bad Mm -hmm. broadcasts. Like you said... Our podcasts are similar, so people will sometimes tag both of us in yeah. like a story or something. No, and I love that. And I love thinking they're like like podcast besties. Yes. Yeah. So I always knew this day would come. I know. And I know. I'm so happy about it. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Of course. Um, We're sad Chelsea can't be here right now. She's on a little bit of a maternity leave. We're batching episodes, as we've told you before. So it's weird for me. Do you do your podcast current? Like, are you always very current with them or do you batch them in? Um... So right now, I mean, right now I'm getting like all my December and the first week of January episodes done. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording this at the beginning of December so we can get it all ready before the holidays. Yeah. But um, I normally do them like the the week before. The week of, yeah. yeah. But I don't have a co-host. So I'm kind of on my own schedule, which is good and bad. Yeah. Good and bad. That is kind of nice. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about just going solo <laughs> You're as like, well. I'm really thinking about uh, <laughs> letting somebody go from the podcast team. <laughs> no, no. Chelsea said she's very excited to listen to this episode because she can actually be a listener, yeah. which will be fun. Well, hi, Chels. So, sorry, hey, Chels. Sorry I'm in your spot, but we anxiously await your return. Sorry, girl. Wait, is she having um, a boy? Yes. Yep. Do you know what she's naming it? I do know, but okay. I'm not going to say No, don't say it, it Don't say it. Yeah, I just was curious if you knew. But I, well, I know of like a few names that they've been tossing around. Yeah. So I'm actually not positive. She wants to meet him before she names I him. get that. So. Know his personality. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. I forgot what I was going to say. So I'm just. Wait, are these, are these what we said stickers or are these from your new, your new launch? This is from my new launch with oh Mary Posa. Oh my gosh. I just saw all your pictures. They're so good. Thank you. They're so good. I know. It turned out really, really cute. I've never done, like I've seen a bunch of influencers do uh, like collabs with brands. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, oh, I have a line with this brand. And I was saying, I'm like, I want to do something like that. But mm-hmm. fashion isn't my main thing. And I'm like, I don't really know of any brands that would be like, yeah, let's do that when you have literally no analytics to show that you sell clothing. Right. So <laughs> I reached out to my best friend, Danny. She has Mariposa Vintage. It's right, her right, little right. shop. And then we just were Is like, she here let's in LA? do it. She's in Orange County. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then we just went for it and it turned out so cute. So oh, I'm no, very so happy cute. about so it. So did you design, who designed these? She has a graphic designer that she works with. So no, they're so cute. We I'm came order up some. with like ideas and then they designed it. They anything, brought it to life. Anything pink, I'm like a sucker for. You're preaching to the pink, the, the pink, pink gal. The pink choir. Yes. Yeah. Today we're going to react to some 
mother-in-law horror stories. And we've done in-law horror stories like multiple times or they're always embedded in like, we'll do an advice column. There's always, always a, an in-law. Always, always. I have the same thing. But this one, we've never done like mother-in-law specific. I love so it. I feel like that'll be even a little bit more niche. Absolutely. And I feel like we could talk for a million hours about this. And I really want to dive into the psychology behind this behavior <laughs> with you. Also, nine, when you include all in-laws, I feel like every single story that I get about a father-in-law is just that he's like a giant perv. Like that's, that's all, that's always what the dad, like mother-in-laws, there's a wide range of crazy things they can do. Father-in-laws, it's like, he was gross. Totally. You know, yeah, the oh, psychology gosh. behind it. Like, what is it? I think so. Well, we should probably, there's a lot, like you said, there's a range of different types of crazy. Yes. So I'm sure each one of these, we can dive into a different Yes, and we are it. psychology experts. Yeah. I'm a doctor. Yeah, so. I'm a doctor as well. So I can't wait. I'm an esthetician, so I am technically... <laughs> licensed in something. Are you really? Yeah, I am. Oh, never that's used cool. it. The only thing I use it for is discounts at Cosmoprof. Love that for you. <laughs> Wait, I forgot to like tell who you are. Like, oh, where, yeah, let's tell yeah. a little bit about you. Like, we, we just recorded on the bad broadcast, so yes. it feels like we know each other, but yes. maybe people who only listen to yours yes. and not mine, which is rude. But That's incredibly rude. I feel like also, I don't want to be like, so tell us a little bit about yourself because that's the most annoying question, but like, where did you grow up and how yeah, old yeah, are yeah. you? That type of stuff. Perfect. So I am from Utah. I currently live there in Salt Lake City. I'm 28. I started the Bad Broadcast. So I started the Instagram January of 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't foresee it becoming a podcast, but then the pandemic hit and I was like stuck at home. I didn't know what I was going to do. Uh, my husband's an audio producer. So we've always had like an in-home studio. And I was like, I can talk shit in a microphone. So I, just, so I got it. Or so I, I just started it, uploaded it all on my own. And I was doing it just on my own until Dear Media came in. And so that now I'm with them and... Yeah. That's so fun. That's I I am so impressed that you do a podcast alone because I guess I've never tried to do it alone, but you somehow make your episodes so interesting and so funny and I'm like fully entertained and I feel like that would be so hard to do alone. It is. I am really, really jealous of people who have a co-host. But now that I'm like this far in, I'm like, I don't know how, like, I don't know if I would ever bring on a co-host. I would like be open to starting an, another podcast mm -hmm. with a co-host because it is so fun to have somebody in the room with you that you can talk to that like if you get stuck, they'll pick it up. Like I can't even tell you how many times I'll just like stop talking and I'll be like, I wish someone else you was just here. Trail <laughs> off. Yeah, no. When I'm when I'm re-listening to my episodes, I'm like, what was I even saying? Why was nobody like there to keep me on track? So it's been good for now, but I am every time I record to somebody, it's like uh, I just breathe a sigh of relief because it's so much more fun for me. I love my solo episodes and I love how the podcast has grown, but it is really fun to have people on and yeah. to do it. So Definitely. it's kind of lonely. It's kind of lonely over here. Well, you're doing a great job. Like Thanks. truly, so you are so good at just keeping things interesting and hilarious Thanks. and That's you're so doing nice. an amazing job. That's so nice. Okay. Well, should we just dive right Let's on in? Let's get in. I have a ton of stories. This is one of my favorite. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about. In-laws and bad dates and bad roommates. Oh, those are those like my are, three faves. Those are three of the absolute yeah. best for sure. Yeah. Okay. 
So here we're starting off. Okay. Hey guys, love you in the podcast. This is super short Thanks. and sweet. I love being on. <laughs> I, I'm so happy that I've built this podcast. <laughs> From the ground up. Thank you, everyone. Since day one. I was at the bar this weekend with my boyfriend of three years and his mom. And she was super drunk and told me the reason why my boyfriend loves me so much is because her and I are so much alike. It really made me very un- uncomfy. And I can't stop thinking about how weird that was. Haha. <laughs> I will be marrying him eventually. So good luck to me with a tongue out. That was short and sweet. The JC um, face. I think that you have copyrighted that Here's pace. the thing. Like, I hate to be the person who's like, I coined it or I invented it. But I found no, a photo did. of me doing this from years ago. I do it all the time. Years and years ago. And every time I do it, you cross my mind. So <sighs> you're just living, living wow. up there rent free. I love being an influencer. Okay. So what's going on with moms that are in love with their sons? Let's dive into Because this. I feel like this is a common theme in most mother-in-law stories. And I feel like this is happening here. Like that the mom kind of wishes that she was dating the son. Yeah. Her son. Because why Why is it necessary to say that unless you do feel that well, way? And I always feel weird when people say that. Like you, like people used to say that to Matt all the time. Like, you know, you marry your mom. You marry who your mom's like. And I'm like, that's weird. We shouldn't be telling people that. Like that's I like, completely agree. It's a problem. I completely agree. I think that's a little bit inappropriate. Yeah. It feels like what's the, isn't there a Shakespeare play where somebody marries their mom? Oedipus. Oedipus is in love with his mom interesting concept there. Not familiar. <laughs> um, okay, we're moving on. You don't read a lot of Shakespeare <laughs> yeah. like on the weekend? <laughs> okay, I invited her. This is the mother-in-law. Okay. I invited her to look at reception venues with me. And on the way there... Bad she, move, first of all. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> you don't want her input. Yeah, with your wedding, no, elope. Um, elope, <laughs> sorry. And on the way there, she told me how my now husband's sister who had passed earlier that year, had always wanted him to marry another girl that they were friends with. It hurt. Hold on. Why? Hold on. Why is that necessary? Wait, say that last part again. Say that last part again. So so the mother-in-law is telling this person who's going to marry her son how her husband's sister, so, sorry. So the, this, the her, her boyfriend's aunt. No, 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 sorry. I think it's... The husband's sister. I think it's her, her now husband. Sorry. Wait, I'm getting so <laughs> confused. It's and his sister it's, oh, okay. it's the husband who she's marrying. It's his sister. It's the mother-in-law's daughter. Mother. Oh, okay. So it's like her future sister-in-law. Yes, but she just died. Okay. Where oh, okay. Are, this is wait. so bad. Hold on. Don't laugh. Kate, Kate. But wait, why did I, how did I miss that? Okay, let me start Just over. start that all okay. over. So I was thinking in- about my John and Vinny's order. <laughs> <laughs> she invited the mother-in-law to look at reception venues. On the way there, she, the mother-in-law, told me my now husband sister who had passed earlier that year. Do you get it? Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> had always wanted him to marry another girl that they were friends with. So basically she was saying like the guy you're marrying, his sister, aka the mom's daughter has always wanted him to marry someone else. And like now she's no longer with us and you're like betraying her memory because you're marrying him and she wanted him to marry someone else. Basically. That's so manipulative. Yeah, first that's of all. So rude. Like, well, and weaponizing that against the new daughter-in-law. Like that's, here, here's always what I say about mother-in-laws. I'm like, do you never want to see your son again? Because he's going to choose his wife. Well, if he's smart, yeah. if he's smart, like if whoever's out there listening, you should choose your wife over your mom. Like, sorry, that's, it's weird if you choose your mom, I think. And. But what if the wife's crazy? Well, yeah. I mean, if. That's but if rare though. Yeah, it's rare. And <laughs> I guess I should say like the standard of like, you have a healthy marriage and mm-hmm. all of that. Your, your wife should come before your mom, like your wife's needs. So 
why would she say something like that? She's obviously going to say that to her. She's obviously going to tell her boyfriend or fiance or husband or whatever. Right. And what's that going to do the, to the relationship? It's Just like, why? drive a wedge in between them. Yeah. It's like, why implode the, the relationship? Like, they're going to have kids and they're not going to want to come over. It's so true. I always say the same thing. I have a friend who has a real crazy mother-in-law. And she says the same thing. She's like, soon enough, it's like, we're not even going to have a relationship with them. We don't want our kids around them because... Yeah. So, so you're just pushing us further and further away. Do you do you not want to see us? Yeah. Do you not want to see them or your grandkids? Yeah. It's like I know it's hard when your kids get married and like watching them move on and live their life, but it's like they're adults. They have to move on. They can't live in your basement forever. And if they do, you should be worried. One hundred percent. You guys, I have been a green chef girly lately. I love meal kit delivery services. I think they're the most genius thing to happen to our world. And I had the most amazing green chef meal the other night. I talked about it on the podcast. Like I was said, I wanted to try it and I can confirm I tried it. It was actually one of my favorite meals. So it's the Cajun chickpea power bowls. It has like Brussels sprouts, kale rice, toasted pecans, crispy chickpeas, this sauce on it. It was so delicious. I cannot even explain to you guys. So Green Chef is the most sustainable meal kit, offsetting 100% of their plastic packaging in every box and 100% of their carbon footprint and emissions. By the way, HelloFresh owns Green Chef. So if you guys hear us talking about both companies, they are both amazing. Green Chef's pre-portioned ingredients means that you'll actually reduce your food waste by at least 25% compared to grocery shopping. This is just the most convenient and easy situation ever. It makes cooking so easy. You spend less time stressing, more time just enjoying the delicious home-cooked meal. So it's pre-made, has pre-measured sauces, dressings, spices, and you get to avoid the long lines at the grocery store. It's super convenient. It also has fresh produce, premium proteins, and organic ingredients that you can trust. You can go online and like look at the menu, choose the recipes that you specifically want. And it's so exciting to get the package to your door and you're just like, I'm going to be eating good this week. I seriously love it. Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well with dinners that work for you, not the other way around. They have options for every lifestyle, including keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian. They have fast and fit, Mediterranean, gluten-free. So whatever type of lifestyle you're living, they got you covered. I love this because Leif and I can feel like we're like gourmet chefs cooking a little meal together and it's so easy. Or I can also just do it on my own because it is truly very convenient and all pre-measured. It's not this, you know, you're not in the kitchen for hours, which I really love. So go to greenchef.com slash what we said 10 and use code what we said 10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. That is greenchef.com slash what we said 10 and use code what we said 10 to get 10 free meals, including free shipping. You guys will love it. Tag us if you try it and let us know what you think. You guys, I could not be more excited about this ad because it is for BFB Hair, and this is an Arizona-based hair extension company founded by Amber Fillerup, who is one of my good friends and who has been like a huge mentor and inspiration for me ever since I started my photography career. I've been friends with her for years, and she created this company. Like I said, it's a hair extension company, and it's amazing. So BFB empowers its customers to confidently buy and use all its hair extension products through continued education and amazing one-on-one -on -one customer support from a team of dedicated experts. BFB is passionate about spreading and promoting self-love, confidence, and positivity to everyone. So they have this little quiz thing on their website. They want to make shopping for extensions online as streamlined and easy as possible. 
As a way to assist customers in product selection, the brand launched a new product quiz that customers can quickly answer a few questions and get a personalized product recommendation. They also have a color match kit. So you can go on and order their color match kits with three to five sample wefts of hair in order to narrow down the best shade for you. And if you need a little bit of extra help, they have an amazing team of experts that are available for in-person consultations if you're a local to Arizona. Zoom calls, you can email them or DMs. Buying extensions online does not have to be intimidating and BFB is happy to help along the way. I definitely feel like this can be really hard if you're shopping online. You're like, I have no idea what color of extensions is going to match the best. So this is an amazing option. They have a wide range of products in a variety of shades to suit many different needs. So they have classic sets for amazing length, fill-ins for mega volume, which is amazing. If you have like the length of hair you want, but you just want extra volume, these fill-in extensions are amazing. I have used them. Chelsea has used them. They are great. And they have 23 shades and are still growing. So they also just branched out and they're now offering an assortment of like apparel and merchandise. They have these really cute hats. They also have the up it's called, which is an all-in-one weft meant for updos. So for like ponytails, braids, buns, they really got it all. You guys, if you want volume, length, anything, they have so many shades, like they make it so easy. Check it out. I feel so much more confident when my hair feels just really has like a lot of volume and thickness. So I am so excited about this. So if you guys want to follow them on Instagram, it's BFB hair and then bfb.academy for educational resources, helpful videos, hair extension tutorials, all of that. And you guys can get 15% off all products using code what we said at checkout. So go check it out. Go to their website. Go check them out on Instagram, BFB hair. You guys are going to love. Okay, at my wedding luncheon, my husband's parents really wanted to give little speeches. So when it was my mother-in-law's turn, she, from memory, recited the entire Forever My Baby's children's book. At the time, I was just impressed with the memorization, but later realized the book is about sneaking into your kid's room while they sleep, and it felt like a weird thing to tell your adult, newly married son. Well, that's that book is kind of sweet, though. It's kind of sweet. I mean, it's a long. That's too long. That's for a a wedding. much for a wedding. <laughs> it's thing. like a lot. But I don't know if I agree with this, that it's weird that it's because it's like she in the book, she like goes in and like looks at her baby and like snuggles the baby. And I don't think that's that weird. I need to become more familiarized with the book. It's the one you've probably seen it. I feel like everybody sees it, but it's like, I'll like love, she sees you, him I love a, you forever. I like you for always forever, forever and my all, baby be, be or something. Yeah. But so what is the concept of the end of the book? Like just basically that you'll always be like... Like her baby. Yeah. I love you for... What is it? I love you forever. I like you for always. As long as we're living, my baby you'll be or something. Okay. As long as we're living. Kind of sweet. Kind of... I could see either side of this. I take issue with how long that probably was. Yeah. Like just quote it. Just quote like that very last line. Right. Like you don't probably need to say the whole children's book. (laughs) Yeah. The the whole book was a bit much. (laughs) Just wedding speeches in general. Too long. Who? 100%. 100%. Did you do speeches at your wedding? Um, we d- had a little like reception or like a little luncheon mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. did little mini speeches there, but they're all very short, which I thought was good. Yeah. I I don't even know if we did any. We did we did a dinner the night before and I think we did a couple, like Matt and I said something really quick. And then I think our parents said something really quick. But what I loved, I just went to one of my older brother's weddings a few months ago. They got married in Palm Springs. So mm-hmm. it was like gorgeous. And they just had like their parents, my parents and my sister-in-law's parents like participate in the ceremony a little bit. And then they did like a quick toast at dinner. Love and I that. thought it was perfect. Love it was that. like quick and easy. And some people, because I've photographed a lot of weddings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And some people 
start making the speeches about themselves. Absolutely. Like, you know? Absolutely. Or about their relationship with the I'm 100% groom. I have I think I've done that <laughs> yeah. at my friends' weddings. I'm like this is my new comedy set every literally. <laughs> no, sometimes those speeches just run on too long. Yeah, we got to we got to redo a lot of I feel like a lot of things about weddings are like old school. Like lines. I completely agree. Oh, don't get me started on the lines. No. That's one of my least favorite traditions. No. And I think it's got to go immediately. Like when my parents got married, your parents too, probably. They, like their bridesmaids were in the line with them. Like Absolutely everyone. Not. Like you had to meet like your best friend's husband's uncle. How no, weird would that be? It's too much. Okay. Okay. I was sitting in her car, mother-in-law, in a workout tank and leggings after working out while visiting from I out of town. I know where this is going. She proceeded to tell me about her friend who started wearing tank tops to the gym and getting spray tans. She called her a walking affair and said she thrived off of the looks of other men. I had just gotten a spray tan the day prior and again was wearing a tank top. I was mortified. Asked what the relevance was and she gave me a look from head to toe, cold as ice, and then changed the subject like a psycho. Like, I can't think of a less offensive body part than a shoulder. Like, it'd be one thing if you, like, were, like, showing your titties everywhere. But you're like, naked at the gym. Yeah, <laughs> like, if you are walking into the gym butt naked, like, maybe reevaluate. <laughs> but, like, when people freak out over tank tops, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Like, I feel the same way. It's so, so, like, archaic to me, just this thought yeah. of, like... Well, like and what dress does the spray tan have to do with it? Yeah, the spray tans. It's like it's like uh, it's like too worldly, like to be spray tanned. Right. It's better. She than, would hate me. Yeah. <laughs> I use that Saint Tropez every day, baby. Are you on? A, are you on the Saint Tropez? Have you used the Ashley Graham collab? Yes. It's so. It is good. the best one. It is the best one I've ever ever used. It makes you dark like immediately. It does, and it's the best tone too. I would. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I have a. I have a firm belief system. That is about so interesting that. that you said that because that is first of all, I feel like kind of niche. Yeah, like I don't feel like a lot of people. Maybe I'm like living under a rock, but I got sent that a while ago, and okay. I've like used almost the entire bottle, and it's better than the original. Sandra yeah, Bay. and it's like the only one that I will splurge on because normally I like the ones from Walmart. Actually, uh -huh. the like t like B tan or whatever. Oh, B tan's actually really yeah, good. Yeah, really, you have to do like three layers, but it's pretty good. Yeah, but I will spend on that Ashley Graham one. It's so good. It's so good. I completely. I'm agree. so happy we connected wow. over that. I am so glad we were bonding. So maybe that's the advice. Just maybe keep tanning. Yeah. Keep wearing tank tops. And I just, I feel, yeah, anybody who, here's here's how I've gotten over, like, when people criticize when I wear things that are quote-unquote immodest, but they're absolutely not. Are you just, like, jealous? Like, do you just, like, <laughs> wish you could wear a tank top? Like, because you can. You can, like, but you don't really probably need to, like, be mad at other people for wearing tank tops. That's actually a huge, I think that's a very good point. That's a common thing where you feel, it's it's like someone... Like, if I it's can't have it, then you can't yes, have it. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. It's like, they think they can't. Therefore, they're annoyed at anyone else who is just, like, living carefree. Yeah, it's sad. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nobody hotter than you ever criticizes you. So just know that if you're ever criticized, they're less hot than you are. Period, queen. <laughs> My mother-in-law gave me a 25 questionnaire to fill out the first time I met her. Questions included how I am with money. Do I have trust issues? Do I have a good relationship with my dad? How do I handle conflict? Have I been sexually active with other relationships? What? Y'all <laughs> just need to call me. My mother-in-law is legit crazy and religious, so she puts a control spin on everything. The first time you met if somebody a questionnaire. Asked, if, if I met anyone and the first thing they asked me was, how am I with money and have I been sexually active with anybody? Jail. 
You're done. Why would you ever need that? You want my social security number too? My pin? <laughs> Why would you ever need that information the first time you're meeting someone or ever? Yeah, or ever. I don't think I know those things about like my best friends. <laughs> yeah, you don't need I don't to know, know those that things about my husband. About a girl that he's taking on a first date. On a first date? Did, wait, did she say oh, that? Oh, I guess it wasn't that. Maybe. She no, I think it's the first, first time they met. They yeah, met. First time they met. It's like, are you're not even sure that he's going to freaking marry well, her. And here's, okay, here's what I think also. If you're so confident in your parenting and how, you know, how you've raised your children, why don't you trust your son? Why don't you trust your son to pick a girl who you raised him to pick? That's such a good like, point. Like, are you, like, are you that unsure of how he's going to act? Because why would you need to know how she is with money if you fully trust your son? Totally. So parenting fail. <laughs> so you're a bad mom. <laughs> so bottom line, you're really bad at doing this. Yeah. No, that's actually a very good point. I know. I always hate, like, I, I just said this on our, our episode, but I like worship moms. Like, I think that moms are the most amazing thing. Mother-in-laws, different category. <laughs> yeah. Mother-in-laws <laughs> do not count. Sorry. I mean, like young moms after yeah. the age of 50, I no longer think you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. But mother-in-laws are a different brand. They are a different breed, if you will. Yes. Okay. Um, I will keep it short and sweet. My mother-in-law is one of those toxic mother-in-laws that cannot cut the apron strings. Apron? I've never heard that that um Cut the phrase. apron strings. Like her attachment to him or something? Does she mean like, I don't know. umbilical? Like, is it a typo? I don't know can't cut the apron strings. I'm going to Google. Hold okay. on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google that because it feels like... It feels like a term that we should know. Yeah. Cut the apron strings. Like, does she mean like cut... I think she means like... Cut um, the umbilical cord? That kind of vibe. Oh, like, look. She, no, it came up. Cut the apron... De definition of cut the apron strings. To stop providing support. Interesting. Interesting. Never heard that Never ever heard in it. my life. Thank you. Learn something new every day. Thank you, really you for educating us. So it's a constant battle as my mother-in-law has five sons, no daughters, and thinks her sons are being stolen away. One time during an emotional conversation with my mother-in-law where I was trying to resolve some issues, she told me that she always wished her sons would marry girls whose mothers were dead so that they would Holy. so that they would view her as their mother instead and not have to compete with her daughter-in-law's actual mothers. Okay, help. that's there. That's therapy. That's like, therapy. You need help. No, that is like beyond. That is so bizarre. It's also very bizarre even if she wishes that to tell this girl like hey, I wish your mom was not around. No. That's weird. That's really weird. And that's like, my, like if my mother-in-law told me that, first of all, the first person I'm telling is my mom. Yeah. <laughs> like that is weird. Is that not the weirdest thing? That's very, I've never heard something like that actually. Okay, I actually, this is so off topic. It was literally in my notes to talk to you about Reese's Pieces. Please don't tell me you say Reese's. Absolutely not. Okay, okay, I do okay. not say Reese's. But along with that, you also, there was a, okay, so I do a thing called the Dum Dum Club on my podcast where you like submit, sorry, this is such a left turn. That's okay. But we'll get back on track in a second. You posted something on your TikTok and you said, I just learned that it's like a saying that like you thought that people were saying wrong. Oh, oh, oh. And I learned it from Lucy. Yes. I, I posted in my comment. I was like, I learned this from you, by the way. Yeah, Lucy. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's. Stunt double. Oh, and you thought it was stunt devil. Yes. Yeah. So that qualifies you for the Dum Dum Club. I meant to put oh. that on the bad broadcast, but you said you learn something new every day. So that's your submission. Amazing. Yeah. I love the like Dum Dum Club yeah, idea. A, a lot of people have like a big one is like people think it's intensive purposes, not like intense and purposes. Okay. Like yes, like yes. Yes. So you qualify. So, I mean, and so do I. Every single day I do something stupid. So 
stunt devil just makes a lot of sense to me because it's like a daredevil. No, totally. That's totally. that's why I've always thought that. I was absolutely like that was one of those moments <laughs> I was actually shook when I figured out stunt double. I'm like, I'm rethinking everything. I had one the other day. Um, I learned that the mother load is L O D E. The mother load. Really? Yeah, not like load, like a like a huge load of something. It's like a specific type of like gold or something. Okay, that's I'm also dumb dumb club then. Okay, for that. Okay, as well. back okay, to back anyway, to in laws. Back to apron strings. Um. Okay, she wishes your mom was dead. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> My husband and I have been trying to conceive for a few months now. A couple of months ago, we were with his entire family, and his mom looked at me and very loudly said, "You're ovulating this week," as she winked at me. And she does not fail to mention every single time I see her to go make a baby as we are saying our goodbyes to the family. I wish I would have never shared that we are trying. Absolutely not. If you are in a monogamous relationship, like if, you, if you're open and you're sleeping with other people, great. If you're in a monogamous relationship, nobody gets to talk about your sex life or conceiving a child. Period. Period. Oh my gosh. Sometimes... I was just telling Maddie on her podcast, like, there are moments when I even regret sharing, you know. Like, I, yeah. I love that I've shared my infertility journey, but sometimes, like, the things people say, I'm like, well, I regret minute, saying The minute you share it. it is when you open up yourself to other people's opinions. Yes. No matter what, whether you want them or not, if you put it on the internet, you're going to get somebody's opinion. But here's the thing about this, and this really rubs me the wrong way, just because I guess I am, you know, in this position where I have also, you know, tried to conceive for a long time. Yeah. Don't, when people are just like, go make a baby, you're ovulating her. It's like, you have no idea, first of all, how long it's going to take them to get pregnant. For all you know, it's going to take years. So it's like, stop. Also, I like, just hate when people put pressure realize, like that. Do you realize like what you're telling? Like, it's weird. It's weird. Like, it's 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 bizarre. And the fact that she knows when you're ovulating and she's publicly talking about it as well. And just when people act like the only purpose, like the only reason that you would ever have sex with somebody is to have a kid. It's like, it's for other things and it's personal and it's intimate and like you don't get to comment on it no, ever. ever. Especially your mother-in-law. No, I completely agree. Like if my best friend said that, it would be different. But when it's my husband's mom who was telling me to go have sex, that would no. be so weird. I agree. Yeah. Absolutely not. Um, and I do not blame you for wishing that you've never shared anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When I got engaged, my mother-in-law woke me up in the middle of the night crying at the edge of my bed, begging me on her knees to move in with them when we got married so that her son would not move out of the house. She offered to pay me privately any amount of money just to keep him there with her a few years longer because she did not want him to move out. She kept saying, please don't take my baby from my house, please. He was 28. What's the price tag on that for you? <laughs> yeah. What's what? How much would you pay? Oh, for right, me? Like, like how much would you want? What's the what's the price to, to live with your in-laws forever? Oh, there's no price. There's no price? Absolutely not. I would do it for a million a year. A million? A million dollars a year? Never. I would travel. We would be gone all the time. You can make a million from your podcast <laughs> and have the best of both worlds. That's true. That's true. Okay, I'll just down make a million. Down the line. Down the line. Okay, and this this is what I think about, about moms who are overly attached or like kind of in love with their sons. It's a symptom that like their marriage is not good. Okay, Totally. It's like if they don't have like an emotional intimacy factor with their husband, they do it with their sons. That is exactly correct. I think that 
they use it like they use their son as their yeah like emotional support yeah. person and then when they're being taken away they literally have nothing and they, left they honestly feel like they're being cheated on yeah like it like that strikes me as a girlfriend who's been cheated on yeah like begging the other woman to not take him away have you seen that show oh me and chelsea keep saying we need to watch it because yeah. we've seen clips on tiktok i married a mama's boy yeah have you watched it no but same thing with the, we've with TikTok. got to watch it we should do a live reaction to it oh like <laughs> I need to watch that show. Yeah. The the um clips I have seen on TikTok are absolutely unhinged. Well, like the the mom who wants to wear the matching wedding dress. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think you're spot on with that. It always does ha- it come down to their relationship is not good, and yeah. they try and um like recreate a relationship with their it's, son. It's actually I feel like it's something that is for real been studied. I think it's um like emotional incest. Like it happens with like siblings or mothers and sons or fathers and daughters, like where they rely on each other too much that it's unhealthy. And it's, 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 yeah, emotional incest. Wow. You guys, it's getting kind of cold. Okay. I know we live in Southern California and a lot of you live in much colder places, but it's been very chilly in the mornings and at night here, chillier than we're used to. So I have been just kind of losing my motivation to like go on my morning walks and stuff like that. But I just start mentally putting outfits together in my head when I'm laying in bed to like get the motivation. And when I'm putting together an outfit from Princess Polly, mentally, I'm like, I can do this. I can put on this like cute little like loungewear set at a coat and I'm going to look cute. I'm going to feel warm and I'm going to get up and get my day started. There's this coat that they have called the Penelope coat. You guys need to check it out. It's really, really cute. It's the perfect piece for like layering and it matches with like any pants. So I'm obsessed with that. Princess Polly has so many options, whether you do like loungewear, more comfy stuff, or like you want stuff to go to like a party or an event or just everyday basics, like cute jeans or pants with tops. Like they truly have it all. You need to go on their website and just start looking. And we also have a discount code so you guys can get some money off. They also have free shipping over $50 and fast delivery from their LA warehouse. They also have this thing on their site called Fit Finder, which you can locate on the products page of their website. And all you do is answer a few questions and it will generate the size that's most likely going to fit your body. I absolutely love this because sometimes it's hard to gauge what size you want to order and it's just better to not have to, you know, do returns and everything. So this makes it more likely that you're going to be able to find the right size you need. But if you do need to make a return, the process is super easy, which is awesome. They also have a sustainable range called Earth Club, which is made from lower impact materials that are better for the environment. So if you're looking to shop more sustainably, their Earth Club range is the perfect place to go. Visit princesspolly.com for the latest fashion trends. Use exclusive code WHATWESAID at checkout for 20% off your order. Offer available for a limited time. In 2022, ladies, we are all about efficiency and not wasting our time being efficient, making things happen. So if you're a small business owner, you're busy enough as it is, you don't have time to deal with the hassle of going to the post office. And with stamps.com, you can skip the trip and never waste another dollar or minute. Stamps.com lets you print official postage right from your computer so you can spend less time at the post office and spend more time running your business. 
Stamps.com saves you time, money, and stress. For more than 20 years, Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses. It gives you access to all the post office and UPS shipping services you need right from your computer. And get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 60% off UPS. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier, and that's all we want. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, no special supplies or equipment. You're up and running in minutes printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. I have to say one of my absolute least favorite errands or things to do is go to the post office in general. I do feel like it's a very inefficient way to spend your time just waiting in line and you know it's just not ideal. Especially if you are a small business, this is really, really amazing. So save time and money this year with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code what we said for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code what we said. Okay. My mother-in-law bought herself a wedding dress to wear to our wedding. No, no. Yes. An actual wedding dress, long, white, and lacy. It was even called a vintage inspired wedding dress on the website. I told her she could not wear it, obviously. Also, she started wearing a diamond engagement ring right after we got engaged. Get she, out. She had been divorced for years at this Get point. Out. My husband asked her why she suddenly started wearing a diamond ring on her left ring finger and she had no explanation but stopped wearing it. What the actual F? I don't get it. No, it's just... I do not get it. I don't even have a comment. If I ever, seriously, if if like, if slash when we are friends in 30 years, okay, me and you, (laughs) and I decide to wear a wedding dress (laughs) to my son's wedding, literally throw me off a bridge. (laughs) Like, do not With allow a me. new wedding ring on. No, like where, th- these are the times where I'm like, where's your inner circle? Like, where are your friends that are like, hey, Cheryl, yeah. you cannot wear a wedding dress. You can't. That's what I always think. It's like, do they not have people around them? Probably not. I guess, are yeah. honest with them. No, they really, they actually they really probably don't, which means you got to like, you got to, this, okay, this, this is going back to kind of what we talked about in my episode where we are talking about like working moms and having an identity. Those are like the moms who, who do not have anything else to do, right. but just obsess over motherhood because they've never done anything else. And so they don't know what to do when their kids leave. Yeah. So they're just like, I'm just going to hold on to being a mom, even though my son is 35 and moved out and married and has a kid. I can't find myself in anything else except motherhood. That's why That's having, actually... having hobbies and doing things outside of motherhood is so vital to women. Because if not, you turn into that. That's actually so true. And I feel like when I'm really pondering on that, that would be such a hard adjustment if you truly didn't have anything else yeah. going for yeah. you. Like you had no other hobbies yeah. or interests or friends. And your kids all leave and you're just like, what now? Yeah. Like, and so they cling to mothering. Yeah. And they treat their kid and they don't want their kids to leave because then what are they going to do? And it's probably based a lot in fear and that's sad, but you got to, you can't put that on your kids. Mm-mm. You got to like join a pinochle group. Gosh, what's pinochle? I think it's a like a game, right, Nick? No. <laughs> <laughs> no pickleball. No, pinochle. It's like a card game. Okay. Right? I've never heard of it. Okay. You guys are not cultured, apparently. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> okay. Hey, girls, obsessed with your podcast. I will keep this submission short and sweet. Last year for Christmas, my mother in law bought me a wooden spoon, as in, that's it. One single wooden spoon. My brother-in-law's girlfriend, who was not married yet into the family, made out with clothes, decor, and gift cards. I received a wooden spoon. The first half of my first name was carved into the spoon like she gave up on the last three letters. (laughs) Only six. She said there's only six letters in her name. 
And my husband was like, WTF is this? And I told him just leave it alone because I didn't want to cry. Love that for me, LOL. My husband is the prized son of the family. So I stole her little boyfriend from her with a throwing up emoji. I can't wait to see what I get this year. Happy holidays. I unfortunately relate to this. And I'll tell you. I'll tell you on air what I, what Ma- happened. Marrying to the like prized possession? No, or, no, no, oh, okay. no, no, no. The Christmas gift. Okay. <laughs> so a couple years ago for Christmas, everybody got a like a speaker. Like they just got all their kids like a nice like in-home like Bluetooth speaker. Uh-huh. I, we got a dustpan. Okay. No broom. Dustpan. You're lying. <laughs> Wait, that's... I swear. I swear. And all the other kids and the in-laws got yep. the speakers? Mm-hmm. They all, like, each couple got, like, a nice home speaker. And we got a dustpan. Did they have an explanation for it? Just, that, like, maybe they thought we needed it. Okay. And it, like, it like it was funny then because it was so absurd. So me and Matt were both able to, like, laugh about it. But we were still like, what message is this? It's yeah. so brazen. Like, it's so obvious that, like, th- they didn't want to give us the gift they gave everyone else. It was so weird. To do it, was, it so blatantly, It though. felt so passive aggressive. Yeah. That's what that feels like. And probably she feels the same way about a wooden spoon. Everyone got, the other girl got clothes and decor. How can you not? I remember that we have, like, a, we had a cousin in my family who was, like, just the prized cousin, mm. like, that my grandma just, like, loved. And, like, he would literally get, like, laptops and cameras and we would legitimately get stuff like this where it's just, like, and my, my grandparents had money, too. The half, so the, the half name is the king. Yeah, that's really bad. <laughs> But it's just like, it's like you said, you're like, what message are we trying yeah. to send here? Well, like, it's like, that. that's the thing. I made a resolution, like, when I got married. Well, probably a few months into marriage because I was not very good at this before. I'm, like, done with passive aggression. I don't deal with it in other people. I will not participate in it. So when people do, like, shady things like that, I'm like, why are we not just having a conversation? Right, just flat out, just say what you want to yeah. say. Like, when people are, like, sneaky or, like, try to make side comments, I'm like, what's the conversation here? Yes. Like, just have it with me, and we could probably have a better outcome if you would just sit me down and not give me weird Christmas gifts. Definitely. You I, should do I that feel, with your grandma. I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, actually, when it's my own life, I don't like <laughs> yeah. to follow my I'm own like, rules. I'm like, you should do that. Yeah. I'm not gonna, but, like, you for sure should. Yeah. Okay. During the first six months of being married, I spent some time at my mother-in-law's house while my husband was deployed. One day we were cooking lunch and she began sharing photos. Almost read that as potatoes. Okay, sharing photos that were on the refrigerator. She pointed to a girl that I did not recognize and said, this is Brian's first girlfriend. I love her so much and I always hoped she would be my daughter-in-law. I know Brian still loves her, so there might be hope for me after all. That's why I leave her picture up. Like stuff like that. I that's la- bold. That's bold. And that's why? next level. And for what? She said, I laughed it off and made a joke about it being too bad he wasn't a polygamist, but I was secretly like WTF. Then she commented about how it was too bad there wasn't a picture of me on the fridge in a total icy tone. This woman's like actually sociopathic. (laughs) Speechless. (laughs) No, I really am speechless because it's like, well, first of all, they probably didn't even really like that girlfriend before. They just don't like you because you're marrying them. So they automatically hate you because you're taking their son away. That's what I always think. Like when there are stories like this where the mother-in-law is like, I always wish she would end up with him. I'm like, I feel like she would have treated her the same way. She yeah. just doesn't want her son to be with anyone. Yeah. No, that is probably true. It doesn't even matter. But it's no. like they think, yeah. Well, and like how bad is that going to make you feel? Like I've been compared to like other girlfriends before. And I'm yeah. like, that makes me feel so bad about myself. So bad. And see, none of us, well, maybe some of us are so bold, but it's like, I would implore, it's like, if someone was to say that to you, and if you just replied and were like, how is that supposed to, like, what are you trying to say? How is that supposed to make me feel? Like, when you say that, 
Because well, it's and, so no, totally. Rude. And those that's like how I would react now. Yeah, like exactly. I, when I was in like my dating years or like even at the beginning of my marriage, I would have never done that. And now because I hate passive aggression so much, I would just be like, why don't you spell out for me what you're saying? Yes. Right here, right now in front of everybody. Tell me why you did that. Yeah. And then they will never do it again. No, 100%. <laughs> I know. I think the older, you, the older you get, you get more. Well, not everyone, but I feel the same way, yeah. way where I'm a little bit more just blunt now. I'm like, let's just catch the chase. Well, this and is like annoying. With, your fr- with like adult friendships, I'm like, you should be able to have those conversations. I'm not trying to have like middle school, like you're fighting and you don't tell me. And then like, I don't want to do that anymore. I'm tired. I completely I'm worn agree. Out. Okay. My mother-in-law is a helicopter parent. My husband is an only child, so he has always been her pride and joy. When we got engaged, she sobbed every day and called my husband telling him that she was not ready for him to get married. I did not invite her dress shopping due to the fact that she had expressed zero interest in coming. She hasn't even congratulated us up to this point. Then she cried because she wasn't invited. During our wedding pictures, she was sobbing, and our photographer even had to say, okay, how about a smile? (laughs) Glad we have lots of photos with her red, swollen eyes. She texts him every day saying, you don't love me anymore. You only love her name, the wife's name. Texts him constantly asking him where he is. My mom and I recently invited my mother-in-law out for lunch, and she didn't say anything the whole time. She sat and stared out the window. People that the wedding stuff always gets me because like there needs to be the majority of my, okay, I shouldn't say the majority, but mothers-in-law, mother-in-laws, is it mothers-in-law? That's the thing. I was saying we should normalize (laughs) just saying mother-in-laws because it's like my brothers-in-law. I'm just like, I'm over it. I'm saying my brother-in-laws. I don't care if it's proper. Okay, well, women like this, Mm -hmm. like need a, a, like they need it tattooed on their forehead. Like it's not about you. Like this wedding, not Not about about you. you. Like don't cause a scene, like suck it up. Like, it's somebody else's wedding. I would be so embarrassed if I showed up to somebody's wedding and I was crying and getting, like, all the attention for it. Like, that's so embarrassing. It is really odd. And I think that with really... It's like, if you put... I always say, too, if this woman, like, put herself in her son's shoes, it's like, okay, would you have wanted this when you were getting married? Like, for your mom to be, like, crying and begging. Like, I always think if they put themselves in the reverse role it's like you would have been like okay bye mom yeah. you're annoying and they literally but the thing is is that they, I feel like they like literally don't like their husband yeah so like they true. probably didn't feel that way at their wedding they probably didn't like him and now they're obsessed with their sons because they don't like their husband yeah true <laughs> gosh oh wait I didn't even finish it what was the last she, part she, she stared out the window that's also giving me like the vibes of myself listening to like Hillary behind, Duff. yeah like Come Kelly clean. Clarkson like <laughs> break away just like looking at the window while it's raining yeah on a, on a road trip in like the yeah. back seat yeah, yeah. <laughs> your parents with, are driving you with my ipod nano what color was your first ipod nano pink, pink. did you have it engraved you on the back it? yes what is it, it was called the pink dazzler that's what my iphone was called or sorry my ipod oh like when you plugged it into itunes oh 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 i don't know what that was i it, like i had it engraved it said jc smith i think the pink dazzler i like wanted it to have a name that is so iconic. <laughs> Thank you. That is No, that is seriously, that's <laughs> like, that is to me one of those things like how you and Chelsea started your podcast and you have screenshots from it. Like yeah. the fact that when you were probably, wait, how old are you? Wait, that is kind of iconic. I just realized that because I still love pink so yeah. much. And the fact that I started out with the no, pink dazzler. No, like you dazzler? need to do something that's like, like some business, you need to have a new business, the pink dazzler. Kind of sounds like a strip club, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> wait, how, it how old are you? I am 20, almost 27. Oh, okay. Okay. 26 technically at this do you know what this episode is i think going up the day after my 27th birthday january 3rd is your birthday no it's going up the next week oh so january, january 10th is my birthday okay what so what are you pisces i'm a capricorn 
I usually just say one and just hope that like that's maybe it. Do you connect with like your astrological sign? I actually do. It's kind of crazy. I wish I didn't. That's what I was going to say. I wish I didn't. Like I didn't want to be one of those, you know, astrology girlies. But every time I read the Capricorn memes, I'm like, I hate to say it. Yeah. It is spot on. No, I am. It's alarming. What are you? A Libra. Okay. But I'm a double. So I'm a Libra sun, Libra moon. Aquarius rising. I don't know too much about Aquarius, but like Libra, the fact that I'm double Libra, I'm like, yeah, I, I like super connect with it. I can't find my like star and ri- whatever the rising and stuff because my mom won't tell me the date of my actual or the not date, sorry, the time, the time of my birth. She was like, I think it was around four or whatever. I'm like, no, that's not good enough. You we call need the hospital. Back- okay. That's- <laughs> I actually <laughs> totally made that up. I don't know if you can. Do they have it somewhere? Might have to give that a shot. Okay, we'll do some okay. sleuthing next. I did not um, finish that one ever, but basically she didn't eat. She was the very expensive entree. And yeah, that's basically it. So love that. Two thumbs down. Um, Long time listener, first time caller. My story definitely is not an individual experience, but it's scarring nonetheless. Oh no. The day after me and my now husband went ring shopping, we were swimming at my mother-in-law's house. Previously, I had always worn a one piece because it was what I had in my car. But since this was a planned thing, I wore a cute high-waisted bikini. When I got to his house, my mother-in-law answered and I could tell she was not happy, but I hurried away and went outside before she could say anything. When I went inside to use the bathroom, she pulled me aside and yelled at me for five minutes, telling me no one in their family wears bikinis. She expected more of a returned missionary, etc. Despite me profusely apologizing and saying that families are just different. Uh, To make matters worse, we were swimming with our best friends. So I come out on the verge of tears, trying not to make a big deal, but my BFF instantly knew. Luckily, though, when I told my husband what had happened, he marched inside and a 30-minute fight proceeded while I sat on the front porch crying. I didn't know this was a family rule beforehand. And the week prior, my mother-in-law's friend's family was over and one of them was wearing a very revealing bikini and she had said nothing to her. I still have a hard time feeling accepted and loved because of this and no one in the family was on my side. But it was a bonding moment for me and my husband and I'm glad to know he always has my back. That is really important. Like with all of these in-law stories, I'm like, your husband needs to be, yes. be on your side. The the modesty thing, modesty is just it's so not tricky. real. Like it doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> me, I'm like, yeah, it's really a tough one. I'm like, <laughs> fake, fake news. Like putting, but like putting that on, it's just, it perpetuates the worst kind of narrative for women. That it like, really does. You are only worth as much as your body. Yeah. And that means that if you, you know, show any of your body, that means you are not worth anything. Your self-worth goes down in my eyes, in everybody's eyes. And it goes back to like, do you not trust your son? Right. If you raise such a perfect son, why can't he see a girl in a bikini? Exactly. You worry? Is he going to combust? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Is he going to just just bust? Like, <laughs> just... <laughs> no, uh, that's... Uh, you're spot on. I just... I hate people who monitor modesty in any... In any way. In in religious places, not there. It's like, how insecure are you that you comment on other people's bodies and how they dress? Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Okay, so I'm divorced now, LOL. But when I first started, <laughs> yeah, of course, lol. <laughs> but when I first started dating my husband, his mom was so weird. If we showed physical affection, she was a super strong evangelical Christian who homeschooled my husband's siblings their entire life and mm. had a very intense faith, mm. particularly when it came to physical purity. There were many conversations, discussions, etc., about us touching. Mind you, the most we had done in front of our family was cuddled during a movie and held hands. They never saw us kiss, lol. A few months into dating, she took us both to a coffee shop and told us to. See 
seek out what God's best is for us while we're dating and gave us the book Passion and Purity by Elizabeth Elliot. This book needs to go to jail. (laughs) This continued the whole time we were dating and engaged. When we got our engagement pictures back, she was so proud that we didn't have a kissing photo. Engagement photos. Oh, gosh. Note, we took a few, but my husband was acting so awkward during it, probably because of his internalized fear of PDA, that the photographer didn't even give them to us, lol. She compared us to my husband's twin and his wife, whose first public kiss was at their wedding, and said how amazing that was. I literally became so terrified of showing any affection, so all we did was hook up behind closed doors, lol. We eventually got married— Two and a half later, we are divorced. Love that for me. And a huge part of that was my husband's dishonesty with his sexuality and porn. Wonder where that came from. Oh, and I have literally not heard one word from my mother-in-law since the separation was announced. But yes, please tell me about God's best. I truly, in all my years on this planet, have never heard of something good coming out of parents who parent like that. Like I've never heard somebody being raised like that and then them coming out the other side and being like... I'm so grateful for it. They're it so awesome. great. They have no internalized shame and they have a super healthy sex life and relationships are like... I can't think of one instance no. where being that sex negative has benefited anyone. And you you also said this, I think, on one of your recent podcasts. Like, if kids want to have sex, they'll have sex. Like, oh, if they absolutely. want to hook up, if they want to do whatever, they, they will find a way. Trust me. It, yeah. So it's like, it doesn't really matter. You could teach them the best that you can and, yeah. like, teach them the morals you want them to have. But at the end of the day, it's like, you have to trust your parenting and just trust your kids that they're going to make. And sure, they might make decisions you don't agree with. But it's like, going that above and beyond and trying to control them, how is that going to help? And it's just like, it's it just is so stifling. Like, I feel like I even still am, like, I've been married five years and I'm still, like, unraveling sexual shame. Like, mm-hmm. I'm still, like, and my mom was not that extreme. Like, she right. would have never told us not to kiss or not to cuddle. But just, like, the environment that I was in that I was like, oh, it's bad, you know, all this stuff. It's It will affect you forever. Yeah, and it's definitely. hard. It's, like, one of the hardest things to rewire. Definitely. Very so, damaging. Yeah. Okay. Hi, Queens. Oh my gosh. Once I saw this topic, I knew I had to share. Once I showed my husband, who's also a big fan of the pod, a true king, and that the topic was- Don't you love when men listen? I love it. I love when I snag husbands. I love to see it. Um, When I told him that the topic was mother-in-law horror stories, he laughed and said I could write a book about this. LOL. My husband and I live in Utah, but we were visiting my in-laws in Vegas, where my husband is originally from. We were at Sunday dinner one afternoon after church, and at the time, I was very insecure with my weight and overall body image. Gotta love body dysmorphia. My husband got up to go to the bathroom, and once he left, someone asked to pass the salad, to which my mother-in-law goes, Hannah probably ate it all. In front of everyone. Oh, no. No, no, no. That I'm so triggered. I'm so triggered. I am talking my husband's parents, grandparents, and siblings. I just sat there awkwardly and said, well, that was rude, under my breath. Nobody said anything or called her out, to which she then said, oh, you know I'm just teasing you. I'm sorry, but no. Also, is it bad to eat salad? Not sure what she was going for. LOL. A few months earlier, she had mentioned her New Year's resolution was to be less critical and rude, to which she clearly has not lived up to. That's so messed up. I'm so, I seriously like feel, I feel ill thinking about somebody saying that to me. That is so wrong on like every that, level. That, that just like is dripping in insecurity from yes. the mom. Like she probably loves that she like got to like stick that dagger in. Like she just loved it. 
And, and like, that, don't, oh, I'm teasing you. It's like, no, no you are. No, that is like what men say when they like, like sexually harass someone. Yeah. Like, I was just joking. Yeah. Chill, chill, would you? Don't be dramatic. Yeah, no, that makes me so, anybody commenting on anything anyone eats, I'm just like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Don't never. comment on how much or how little someone eats. Like, just never say it ever. Never. Especially yeah, not from your mother-in-law. You're canceled. I will accept cancel culture yeah. for this instance. <laughs> okay, this is our last one. Okay. Hello, gals, pals, and dogs. Wait, do you have a dog? I have two cats. Okay, and, and cats. I do. I love you. Wait, you're, hold on. Don't tell me your, your dog's name. Starts with a P? Nope. Starts with a L? Yes. Is it Lady? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> lady. And Chelsea's dog is Sophie. Okay, She's a yeah, Great yeah. Dane. Our dogs are opposites. Hers is a Great Dane. Mine's a, a toy do- poodle. Doodle. Oh, is it just poodle? Just pure poodle. There's no There's no doodle there? There's no doodle in there. No doodle in the poodle? Yeah, me and Chelsea <laughs> were just talking about the names, uh, how these names have gone too far. It's like, I have a schnoodle, sh- sh- a schnickadoodle. It's like, okay, where, what are these dogs <laughs> like that just, are being created? It's made up in a lab somewhere. Literally. I'm going to get right into the story. It is a doozy. My mother-in-law and I went through a, a rough patch, to say the very least, for the first two years of my marriage to her son. She would make comments about my own mother. The fact that I was raised in Utah, she would bring a new home decor or bring new home decor into my house and literally take down my own decor to replace with hers. The way she treated my husband during his childhood has us spending an astronomical amount of money on therapy today in his adult life. When he was 12, she told him he was going to be a rapist someday. And when hold, he... Hold on. Say say, Give me that one more time just to make sure I heard that right. When he was 12, she told him he was going to be a rapist someday. And when he got a 33 on the ACT, she wasn't proud, just upset that it wasn't a 36, a literal perfect score. There's so much more, but we'd be here forever. Anyway, the story that really sticks with me personally is a few years ago around Christmas time. My husband's family was spending a whole day making cookies and treats, but I couldn't go because it was my niece's birthday and I had already committed to spending time with her and my family. The next day in my husband's family group chat, everyone posted pictures of their treats and talked about how fun it was. My mother-in-law responded, thank you all for coming. And for those who didn't, we missed you a lot, except for Katie. You're dead to me. No, no, she's lying. That has to be made up. That has to be made up. You're dead to me? I was extremely hurt, but the blows did not stop there. She then proceeded to message things like, she just prefers to spend time with her real family, I guess. It's okay. We preferred Sarah anyway. P.S. Sarah is my husband's toxic ex-girlfriend. I cannot even explain to you how hurt I was by all of these comments. Anyway, this incident was a few years ago and things are a lot better between us now after I established boundaries and told her she was not allowed to treat me that way ever again. My husband also stuck up for me and so things have definitely improved since then. But wow, my blood boiled even just retelling the story. I mean, good for her for like, I guess, forgiving and and moving forward. But I honestly don't think I would. No, you're dead to me. I'd be like sayonara Yeah, like I would never move on from that like I I may not be passive aggressive anymore but I am petty <laughs> I think the, I think the most shocking part of this story is that she told her son he was going to be a rapist someday no that is oh that's oh. that's far and away the most shocking that's piece just of ab- that's just abuse that's like needs to be reported yeah. like she needs to be in a facility yeah do not recommend that zero out of ten is <laughs> zero stars on yellow also what are you trying to like manifest for your son by saying that yeah and that means again you probably raised him weird yeah who would ever say that to a child, a 12-year-old? That is disgusting. If I, if like, I was in a marriage and my partner said that to one of our kids, I would divorce them immediately. Literally. I'm not kidding. No, that, that is abusive. Yeah. That's, that's extremely. Uh, yeah, some, like some are funny. Like some things mother-in-laws do are funny. And then some of them are like, no, she needs to be 
in a in somewhere like she needs to yeah. be admitted to a hospital like is a danger to as a menace to a society, menace to society. <laughs> is so triggered about this girl spending one day with her niece also it's like, just like that triggered you that much also obviously that girl prefers her family yeah it's like oh apparently she prefers her real <laughs> like, i've never family. met anybody yeah. who prefers their in-laws to their family sorry no it's your family like when people are like that mom who's like i wish your mom was dead so you would prefer me it's like mm, she's never going to no so you're never going to be your mom no you're never going to replace a mom like get over it no wow well sorry, that was guys. a doozy sorry about your mother-in-laws sorry about that can't <laughs> relate um <laughs> thank you guys so much for writing in you guys always make these episodes a joy i know they really are don't you feel like you're just chatting with your friends like yes. at a sleepover i do that's always my favorite you guys just did a sleepover didn't yeah, you? a little virtual live. Yeah. Have you ever done the live event? No, not yet. Okay, you would be so good I'm, at a I'm live counting event. down. I mean, like we were hoping to do one this year, but like with COVID and everything, it's like yeah. we didn't know what it was going to look like. And I wanted to do an in-person one. So yes. next year's the year. Yes, or this year, because when this goes up, oh, it is 2022. 2022 it's baby. our... Well, if you do do a lot, do-do. If you do a live show, I hope I can come because that would be really, really fun. I'll see if I can get you in. Okay, thanks. Um, try so to get me VIP tickets. I'll, pull so I can go to I'll try and pull a few strings, but we'll see. Okay, awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll keep you updated on that. If the price is right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, please tell everyone like what your Instagram handle is and like where everyone can listen to your podcast and everything. Okay, so wherever you get podcasts, it's called The Bad Broadcast commonly mistaken as the bad podcast, but it's broadcast. Um, the bad broadcast and I'm the bad broadcast on Instagram. I'm just bad broad on TikTok. And yeah, new episodes every Monday. I kind of love that your like uh, podcast Instagram and your personal is the same. Like you don't have a podcast Instagram, oh, yeah, do you? Yeah, no, 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 no. I kind of like it though. Yeah, I. Uh, it's because I started the, I did at the very beginning of the bad broadcast Instagram, I had my other one, like okay. my Maddie Murphy one. And then when I was like, I'm just going to put all my effort into this one anyways, because my, my personal had like, 200 followers. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm not I like it because it. it just feels like an all-encompassing Yeah, brand. I, I do like it too. But then sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I had a different one because then if I like start a new business, I could like do a different Instagram. But right. anyway. Right. Well, could have showed a what Yeah, I like it. Anyway, okay, go follow Maddie, guys. Go listen to our podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Also, we love you. And, and that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye. Bye. 